understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. Guys, real quick, today's episode of The Stranded is sponsored by none other than Instapodcast. If you've never heard of Instapodcast, that's my podcast management agency, and there's nothing wrong with a shameless plug, right? My podcast management agency that we started in 2019 with the intent to help business owners, entrepreneurs, and creatives just like yourself connect on one of the most popular platforms on the internet right now that allows you to have true intimacy and vulnerability with your audience, and that is podcasting, to share your story, to share your message, your experience, and your knowledge through one of the most powerful mediums. And what we did was take away the hardest, most difficult part of it. We do the tech and the production for you so that you get to focus on the two most important things, which are content and marketing so that the world can hear your message. Because I know, one thing I know for certain is that you have a message that can put words to something that someone else is experiencing that they don't know how to put words to. And so it's time to put your message out there. But the problem is, is you're scared of how much work it's going to take. And Instapodcast takes away all of the work for you so that you can focus on what's most important about the podcast, which is just delivering and serving your audience. So run over to instapodcast.com right now, schedule and book your first call with one of our reps or me, and we will get you started with your popular podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Stranded Face podcast. I am hype. This is your girl, Jessica Hurley. This is a really important topic because I had a a realization recently. I was driving home um, from the city I'm from and realized like I was just having a moment where I was kind of acknowledging how much I've evolved over the last couple of years and how like so many <sighs> guys, we changed so much that like some of the things that we've, you and I have said two, three years ago, we literally believed the complete opposite. We live and believe the complete opposite at this point. And I was laughing because I was talking with someone about the upcoming book that I'm authoring in 2022 about owning and embracing your stranded phase. And we were pulling episodes that were the like top 30 most popular episodes of the stranded podcast. And one of them, I read the title and I laughed hysterically because I was like, I literally refuse to live my life like that anymore. But I remember why in that season, it was so important. And the title of the episode was the year of yes. And I was like, man, why, why was that so important? And I was just reviewing the show notes and thinking about when I created that content. And the year of yes was because I was in a year of submission. I was in a year of surrender. I was in a year of, I knew my potential. I knew I had a voice. I knew what I could, I knew what I could provide. I knew the overall mission, but I had no idea how I was going to do it. The how was very unclear. And I tell you guys all the time, once you make a decision, prepare yourself for clarity. It's going to be very uncomfortable. And with clarity comes confidence. Like this is how you're going to move forward. But you have to be okay with the fact sometimes just because you make a decision and, and a commitment, you don't have to know, know the how to make the decision and the commitment. And so when I was explaining the year of yes, 
I was saying, I think it was going into 2019, like be open to opportunity, say yes to things you normally wouldn't say yes to be willing to take the risk to lean into something that you, you typically would be scared of because sometimes when you're unclear, those are the best places that you're going to learn from like saying yes to things you typically wouldn't do. And I'll give you the elementary example. If you're single right now, i.e. me, I could say I want to meet a husband, but if I sit in the house and I don't say yes to going out, to meeting new friends, to maybe, I ain't getting on no dating app, not yet, but like, I have to say yes to some things that I might not be comfortable with in order for me to actually meet the goal that I have, correct? So that year of yes and that season for me made so much sense. And going into 2022, if you're in what you feel like is a transition, it might be the year of yes for you. But let me tell y'all what it's not for me. It's not the year of yes for me. Going into 2022, I have decided that the only thing that's going to help me maintain my sanity and live and honor the woman I'm becoming and the life I desire is we going to create a declaration of no's a declaration of no's. So if you like, we're declaring, that means we're writing this shit down, taking a picture of it. And I don't care if you frame it on your wall, but these are the things like you're going to create an outline for your life. Some of these things might not align to you, but I have a, a strong handful of things that I know for sure going into 2022, I'm saying no to, because these are the things that I realized where my boundaries collapsed, like where I didn't honor myself. And if there's anything I say this all the time, but there is a lot of shit I learned in 2021. But one of the things I learned that was so significant in 2021 was I don't, I had collapsed and conformed to so many people and so many ideas and so many things over the years that I didn't actually know what filled my cup. I didn't know what made me happy. I knew how to make other people happy. I knew how to qualify my worth through other people. I knew performance-based metrics. I knew that my worth was identified in other people. But I did not know just being me, any given day, being Jessica, what makes me feel good? What makes me feel fulfilled? And I realized the more I say no to, the clearer what I want becomes. So get ready. If these mean something to you, write them down. Like we're going to, we're going to like scroll this out. Like when they did in the in the early years, this is something that is going to stay put for the entire year. You're going to sign it at the end, sign, sealed, delivered, and hold on to it for yourself because this is the shit that I want when someone's talking and you feel that feeling, you'd be like, uh, y- mm, you know what? No, I declared at the top of the year that if this didn't feel right, if it didn't feel good, I was going to honor myself in this moment by just saying no. So we're going to declare these no's already. My declaration of no's for 2022 in comparison to two years ago when I was telling people to honor their year of yes. So whatever season you're in, let's go. So first, first thing that I'm declaring no to is I'm no longer saying no to myself first. I was so busy honoring people that it was so easy for me to say no to myself and yes to everyone else. And I realized that that was the bulk of, that is the bulk of where my overwhelm comes from. When you look up 
and you are anxious and overwhelmed and can't figure out why, it's because you're not honoring yourself. You are literally saying yes to everyone else. And when you say yes to everyone else, you're absolutely saying no to yourself. So you are overwhelmed with performance-based, value-based love. And so nothing is happening or being given or poured into to you. So one thing I'm honoring in 2022 is I'm going to say no to more people than I say no to myself. Another, oh, let me give you an example really quick because I think sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm making this sound like it's such an easy yes or no decision, but sometimes you feel the feeling and you just, we just don't honor it. Like, or we see it, we see a vision of it. So for example, I, for the last two months have been telling people for some reason, I have zero excitement around New Year's Eve. I don't know why. Christmas, I was excited about the holiday, but like New Year's Eve, for some reason, I'm not like picturing myself in a dress. I'm not picturing myself having a ball with my friends. Like I couldn't really honor why. And then I kept having these visions of me sitting at home journaling. Like everyone would be New Year, New Year's this, New Year's that. And as soon as they would say it, I would picture myself at home with a journal, like sitting on my couch, looking out the window like this and just enjoying the view and like smiling and receiving. And just finally, I said, you know what? I think that's where I want to be for New Year's. I think that's what my soul is telling me. I think that feels really, really fulfilling to know that on New Year's Eve, I'm going to sit and reflect on this crazy ass, massive growth, fast track year that I just endured and really reflect on it and make sure that I gain everything that I was supposed to gain from it. Take a look back, really just reflect and receive the woman that I have what I've learned and the woman that I've become and all the stuff that I've unlearned that to me, like I was like, okay, for once I've had a million people come to me with ideas. Like, let's go here. Let's do this. Let's buy these tickets. And I just keep like going to, and I'm like, no, no, I'm saying yes to you to please you. I already know what I want to do. I already know what's going to fill my cup. I've already made that decision. Stick in it, stay in it, land in it. So no, like more, more no's to everyone else so that you can say more yeses to yourself. My next no for 2022 is no to clear negative energy and yes to our intuitiveness. Y'all know what the hell I'm talking about. On a simple example, how many times have you and your girl, y'all been somewhere and you meet a new girl or you meet a girl's boyfriend and y'all leave and you get in the car and you're like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't really like, uh, I, I kind of felt some type of way that person's energy was off, but you know, it's whatever. And then six months later, they do some foul stuff. What's the first thing that comes out of your mouth? I knew it. I swear. I knew it. I felt that person's, I knew that someone always says, I knew that person's energy was off. So then why didn't you cut ties then? Why didn't you honor? And maybe you don't have to go that far, but why didn't you honor your intuitiveness? You, the, your intuition was like, mm, that ain't it, right? And that doesn't mean you have to be rude and cut people off, but that is a moment where you can say, okay, I'm going to honor the way I feel right now. Maybe this isn't someone that I need to allow close to me. Maybe this isn't someone that I need to give everything. Maybe this is someone I need to hold at a distance until I give them a little bit of time to prove themselves, right? Sometimes that's our defense mechanism. Sometimes that's our intuition. And the more you say no, to other people, the clearer you will get on what exactly that is within you, right? But we all have intuition, for, especially to be clear, mamas, women, 
We have intuition. You know what your kids are doing when they're doing it, when you can't even see them with your two eyes. You know, we have intuition. We are intuitive beings. We have this within us. So when you feel that negative energy, so no to negative energy, yes to our intuition because we be knowing, y'all, we be knowing. Another thing that I'm going to be saying no to is any thing that I find that collapses my boundaries. If there's anything that I have worked extremely hard on in 2021, it's just been identifying and honoring them. Because boundaries are, they literally exist to protect you, to help you maintain your identity, and to make sure that like, you protect your damn energy. Do you know how powerful you are? Like, do you know that you were literally put on this earth with an innate purpose and a God-given talent and purpose? Where we go wrong is when we literally have an identity crisis, is when we lose ourselves by consuming all of these people and these energies. We've talked about this countless times on this podcast with different guests about allowing all these energies into your life. There's a difference between learning from people and actually like consuming their energy and allowing it to become pieces and part of you. And this, this boils all the way down to like, you remember when you were younger and you would be around people for a while and you would start to talk like them? Like you could be around these friends or these friends or these friends. And all of a sudden your mom's like, why do you keep using that word? You never said that before, but you're saying it now because you've been around these friends countless times and it's just become part of who you are. I really want you to think about like anything that collapses your boundaries, anything that makes you inconsiderate of the things that matter to you, you're not honoring yourself. You're not honoring yourself. So for example, um, it's funny because we always talk about honoring our boundaries, but we don't realize this is going to be one of the most uncomfortable things that you will ever do is like making decisions to honor your boundaries literally means like in the most blatant form, telling people to fuck off. It really does. Like it, it means telling people to fuck off when they hurt you or they make you uncomfortable or they do something that you know is against your morals and values or just completely disres- like disrespect you. And we, we allow disrespect for money. We allow disrespect for relationships. We allow disrespect for leverage and clout and networking purposes. Imagine if you stood your ground in all facets of that way. Like, I recently had a situation where I was working with someone that completely disrespected me. Now, to be clear, I know three years ago, I would have just let it slide and be like, business is business and money is money. Actually, I've had this happen several times this year, to be honest. And I immediately was like, what the hell do I do now? I'm like, what the hell do I do business for? Why do I run my own business if I don't get to indulge in the beauty of it, which is... I get to, I run my own business so that I get to choose who I work with. I get to protect my energy by choosing who I work with. That doesn't mean everybody I work with needs to be a yes man. But if you're running all over me, I get to choose. I don't need your money. I get to work with people that fill my cup, that make me feel like I'm walking in my true purpose, that make me feel like I'm having a real impact and people that I enjoy having relationships and rapport with. Why the hell not? Why do I do business otherwise? I'm not dealing with anything or anyone in 2022 that I look up and realize that this has called for me to collapse my boundaries. 
But in order for you to not allow someone to collapse your boundaries, let's be clear, you need to identify them first. You need to identify them first. And you that, in order for you to identify them, you really need to know yourself. And just, just to be completely vulnerable, one of the things I realized was I thought for the last six years that I really lacked confidence. I thought I lacked, lacked body confidence. I thought I lacked, while I could speak because I knew that was my gift, I thought I lacked confidence exterior. Like I thought I, I just thought I wasn't that sexy. I thought I wasn't, I don't know, like I had like a body image confidence issue. And now I realize now that I've removed some people from my life, I fucking love this girl. Like, I love this woman. Have you seen her? Have y'all seen her? Because I see her now. Like, I see her now. And there's nothing wrong with her. She's actually incredibly beautiful inside and out. And I realized it wasn't that, it wasn't so much that I was struggling with it. I was allowing people in my life that collapsed that boundary that made me question myself constantly, constantly. And when I was able to remove those people, I find it's like the smoke cleared, the fog cleared. So I say that to say a hell no, like a underline it, capitalize it like a hell no. I'm declaring hell no in 2022 to dealing with or tolerating anything that collapses my boundaries. It's a no for me, y'all. Another one, and this is simple, but like, I think this is just the beginning surface level start of protecting your energy. PYE y'all hashtag PYE in the comments, protecting your energy. We've talked about this before. I'm not, I'm not going on any outings like that. I don't want to take part in. I'm just not like where I know that I have to fake smile, fake the funk, show up in a way that I don't want to overexpend my energy. I'm just not doing it. Now there's a difference. If we went back to the year of yes, sometimes you need to put yourself out there. Sometimes you need to network. Sometimes you need to go in spaces that you may not necessarily be ready or comfortable in. And it's your responsibility to assess the difference, right? So if your business is on the up and up, if your brand, if your career is on the up and up and you know you need to be in these rooms to make connections, to be seen, to add value to people because adding value is important, not just being seen, but adding value because this is part of growing your brand, career, whatever it is, do not, do not pull back on that. However, in a season of growth that I'm in, I'm in a season where I'm invited to all types of things. I am asked to go to all types of dinners, lunches, connections, coffee dates, and meet people that I've never heard of, never seen, birthday parties, Christmas events, like all of the things. And it is so important to me to choose where I want to spend my energy because I only want to go to places where I can be incredibly present. And when my undivided attention is on that and present, I know that I'm going to enjoy being present with these people. I want to enjoy being in intimate settings and present with these people. So it's a hell no to outings that I already know that I don't want to take part in. I'm not forcing myself to do anything I don't want to do. Another one. This is different, similar, but different. No to places that we don't belong. I'm just give y'all a minute to hear that because you know what I meant by that. This is not outings that you don't want to go to. This is stop going to places you don't belong. Now, as a recovering people pleaser and somebody that still likes to go outside once a month, um, you gonna go some places you probably don't belong and that's perfectly fine, but don't go to places that bring out the worst in you right? 
So as 30, 40 year old women, we still can get petty, right? Go places, going places that we know, like be the bigger person in this situation. Don't go places that drain your being. Don't go places where you know you're going to be around people that drain your soul. Like don't go places where you know that there's people that don't, there's always going to be people that don't like you, but like where you're not wanted. Sometimes I have conversations with people now that they're like, what do you do about people that don't support you? What do you do about people that hate on you? What do you do about that? That shit is everywhere, but I make sure I spend 99.9% of my time around the people that I love and love me back. I'm not going to put myself in those positions where I can further indulge in being around people that are jealous, catty, um, draining, and want nothing but to receive from me or pull from me and not pour back. So stop going places you don't belong, where there's drama, where we're too old for drama. Like, so it's a no, I'm not going anywhere that I do not belong and trust and believe no matter how much work you've done, you know it. There are places you do not belong. Here's another one. And we talk about this all the time. This is going to tie back to radical self-responsibility, radical responsibility. Like Ludmila Woodruff always talks about this on my show is taking radical responsibility because everything outside of radical responsibility, you cannot control. You cannot control people. You cannot control things. You cannot control their behaviors. And even if they need to change and the world knows it, it's not your responsibility. So what you can focus on is no more like half blaming, like half ass responsibility. Take all the responsibility that lies on you. No more half-ass blaming yourself and victimizing yourself. Like whatever situation you are in, you chose to be there. So go back, assess your patterns, assess your choices, assess why, assess who you are, what you could have done differently, and how do you moving forward make sure you don't end up in the same situations again. That 1000% is your responsibility, whether or not you're dealing with circumstances that someone else caused. I'm not just talking about partnership. I'm talking about business relationships. I'm talking about partnership. I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about family. Like, yes, can people be shitty around us? Yes, but there's always a part of it that is your responsibility. How do I not put myself in that situation again? How do I not trigger that person again? Because I know we always talk about people being trigger happy, but like as the person, if you love someone, it is your responsibility to try your best not to trigger them. It really is. If you love them, it is not, it is your responsibility to try your best not to do things that trigger them. Now, there's a variation and whole conversation we could have around that, around like you just being you triggering them is a different conversation, but no more half-ass blame. 2022 is the year that we're taking radical responsibility. And I know y'all thought this declaration of no's was going to be all about everyone else and not about you, but there's a lot of shit here that we need to like really step out into. And one of them is no to half-ass responsibility. I'm not doing it. I'm taking full responsibility. Okay, what did I learn from this? I'm 32 years old. Where am I going from here? Who do I need to be able to shut out? Who do I need to apologize to? What do I need to be unapologetic about? No more half-ass responsibility. We're taking full radical responsibility here. Another no. 
We are declaring no, no more to unworthy partnerships and friendships. So like the judge, the jury, and the audience, we are none of those, but we are going to give time to prove, give time to people to prove themselves, give people time to prove themselves instead of focusing on what you can leverage. Right? So I feel like people immediately get into friendships partnerships and they see what they can get out of someone. I was just reading the book calling in the one. And it was saying that like, we silently, we can't even help ourselves. We literally get into a a, a friendship, a partnership. And it's literally like, what are you going to do for me? What are you going to do for me? And when you go into any friendship, partnership or relationship like that, looking for leverage and then just giving the person enough of what they want, that's how your ass is going to get bit. That's not a unicorn. That's a donkey. Like you're going to get bit. So no more like going directly into unworthy partnerships or friendships just because you want leverage or allowing unworthy friendships and partnerships because they want leverage and they're willing to give you some type of temporary value. And y'all know what the hell I'm talking about. This could go any, any which away from dating someone that like, I've heard so many of my girlfriends like bring up a man and like, maybe it's a mutual friend, someone we know, and they'll show me the guy and be like, He's not all of these things. He's none of the things that I want, but he wants to take me to dinner. And like, I could use a dinner date or two. Now there's nothing wrong with dating. Go date, girl, go date. But like, you already know he's unworthy of your presence. You already know you're looking for something more. So you both are leveraging one another. He wants something from you that you know you can never get give him. And you want something from him that you're looking to leverage. Stop wasting people's time. Stop allowing people to waste your time. No more unworthy partnerships and friendships on both sides. No more. This is what we're not doing. This has really become like the declaration of self-responsibility in 2022. But no more projecting my needs onto other people. I want to make sure y'all heard me when I said that. No more projecting your needs onto other people. Every good guy isn't a husband. Every bad bitch doesn't need to be your friend. Like, let me be clear. I don't know how else to outline this, that one of the most beautiful things I have learned in this year is to just receive people with no expectations. Because do you know the minute you smack expectations on people, it is related to you and not them? So like, just because I have met so many incredible men since I have been single, just because they're better than my last does not mean they are my husband. They may just be someone that I need to receive in this season that can show me more of what, how I could be valued, show me more healthy um, secure attachment styles show me more um, that there are just healthy, healthier, like rapport that I could have with another man. That does not mean just because you're better than my last. Oh, you must be my husband. Because if I think that that's just me projecting my need for love onto you. I am in a season of like just allowing people in when they prove themselves and just like non-expectational, unconditional, beautiful exchange of love and value with no expectations. 
because otherwise you're just projecting your need for love and validation. It doesn't mean you can't get to that, but if that's what God means for you and that's what's supposed to happen for you, trust me when I tell you, it's going to evolve into that anyway. I was just talking to a girl last night on a, um, went to dinner with two clients and she said she married her best friend of two years, that they were just friends for two years, FaceTime, having fun, goofing off. And at some point he was like, I really love this and I love you. And I think we need to try a relationship. And they did. And they ended up getting married. Doesn't mean that's the situation for everyone. And I'm going to spin this for females too. I feel like we are in such a culture of like, you women see women that that they like from like um a a beauty aspect and they immediately are like that's a bad bitch i want to be her friend that's a that's a cute chick i want to be her friend like every chick that is cute on your level or is w- looking how what you want to look does not need to be your friend because you are just projecting your need to be validated by people that you consider look better than you like Focus on authentic relationships and receiving and giving. Stop projecting your needs onto other people. So it's almost like I almost have to ask myself immediately when I meet people, is this person fueling me? Am I pouring into them? Is this a partnership of both? Outside of that, if I, if the answer is to yes to all of them, outside of that, we got nothing else. Like I don't need to set any expectations for this friendship or partnership. A girlfriend said it to me best recently that when you, like every time you hang up the phone with someone, you should be smiling or feeling proud because either you poured into that person or they poured into you. Even if it was simple, it doesn't have to be deep. Like you got that friend that calls you and every time you're having a bad day, they call you, you're crying, laughing afterwards. You're like, man, I just needed that good old talk with a good old friend. Like, how do you feel afterwards? If it's draining, if you feel drained after every conversation, why are you even maintaining this friendship? Why are you even maintaining talking to this person? Because you're projecting your needs the needs of your ego, the need to be validated, and the need to feel loved onto this person. So let's focus on not projecting our needs onto other people and giving ourselves more of what we need. And I know that's simply said because I've been practicing it for almost a year now of giving myself what I think I need instead of projecting it onto other people. But I really want you to get in the practice of the minute you're projecting it onto someone else, you say, nope, I'm asking you, do I look good in these jeans? I'm asking you, you know, can we go here and do this when really I want to be seen? I want to be heard. I want to be felt. I want to be validated. How can I do this for myself right now? How can I journal this? How can I talk to a therapist about this? How can I meditate or manifest what I want for myself? How can I reflect instead of projecting those needs onto someone else? So no more projecting our needs onto other people. Which takes me to my next one. No more pouring for no reason. No more pouring for no reason. So I've literally gotten into the practice of this. Like when I'm talking to someone on the phone all the time, like my clients pay me. So that's a whole different story. But when I'm talking to someone on the phone, every time we hang up, I'm like, did I pour or did they pour? Or was it an equal Like, was it balanced? And it's not always going to be balanced. That's for sure. You know, you've called your homegirl for advice for the last three weeks and it's only been you asking questions and her pouring into you. But does the season evolve? Like, is the pouring back and forth? 
because you will, you will look up and I promise you there's a relationship or two in your life right now that you do all the pouring. And then you wonder why you're drained. You don't even realize it's that person. You wonder why you're drained. No more pouring for no reason. Like I've, I've really realized if you're always pouring, you can't receive. If you're always pouring into other people, you can't receive from them because that's literally what they expect. That's what they expect. Do you have that? You know what I'm talking about? You got that friend that as soon as you get there, they sit down and they are literally, they don't even ask you how you're doing. They're literally ready to pour out all their shit so that you can give them what they need to fill their cup back up. They're dumping. They're emotionally dumping on you. If you are always pouring, you don't have any time, space, or capacity to receive. And one of the things I've really realized this year is you'll, you will see your worth in your most silent moments, not when you're pouring into people, because a lot of us pour into people from our brokenness. We pour into people because we're looking, we're validating our own worth. I think Sierra Range said this on my podcast and it was powerful. She said, I kept doing all this charity work thinking that it was part of my impact and it was what I needed to do, but it was coming from a broken place. I was doing it to validate my worthiness. So if you're always pouring to people, pouring into people, you need to ask yourself why. For a lot of us, it is literally to validate our worth. And what I've realized is I'm able now to acknowledge my worth more than I ever have in my most silent moments when I'm not performing. Like most of us give to someone, pay for Starbucks, talk to our girlfriend for an hour and a half, wipe her tears, and then we walk home or we ride home and we're like, man, I really gave to that person today. I feel good. But I'm learning in these, in these spaces. I feel the most fulfilled and worthy as a person in my most silent moments when I'm not performing, when I'm not showing up for someone, when I'm not like when I'm just showing up for myself, I'm like, damn girl, you doing this. You did that. Look at you. You're healthy. You're happy. You're filled. You know how to self-regulate. You know how to embrace your peace. You know how powerful you are. You are worthy. You are worthy right damn now without doing anything. In sweatpants, flip-flops, and a tank top with no bra, you are worthy right now, not performing for anyone. So no more pouring for no reason because I promise you, you're going to be able to identify your worth at some point when you're doing nothing at all. Another one, no more things that drain us. And I think we already talked about this, but people, places, and things, we are addicted to things that make us feel good for the temporary. We are addicted to things that make us feel good for the temporary. You know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the man that you know is never going to qualify as your husband. It's the places that you go to, the club and Instagram. Let's be clear. I do both. I go to the club and I'm on Instagram, but we're addicted to these things and we've allowed them to kind of take precedent in our lives to go from pouring into us, motivating us, being a quick checkout. Instagram was only supposed to be a quick checkout at one point. It was supposed to be like a reality TV show. You check in, you check, you go there to check out from work, space, life. Same thing with the club. You go there to check out from work, space, life, and the temporary. We've allowed it to consume us. The club consume, consumes us. We go every weekend. We have allowed Instagram to consume us. We're there. You know, you get the notification on your phone. You've been on your phone nine hours this week. Like, it consumes us. Um, alcohol, drinks, these are all endless buckets. So you have to learn how to control your mind so that you are not allowing these things to drain you. They should make you feel better. Like 
they're temporary fixes for permanent problems. So it doesn't mean you can't do these things. It doesn't mean we're not allowed to have these things in a balanced, um, in doses, but like, don't allow these things to control your life because they will consume, consume you and they will drain you. No more begging people to support or understand us. I can't tell you how many times I've talked about this and how many episodes go look for the episode on dealing with unsupportive ass friends or be on the lookout for the episode that I did with my best friend, Diana, where we talked about, uh, getting our friends to promise us that they'll never change. No more begging people to support or understand you are on your own journey and the audacity you have to think that somebody else should be as excited or more excited for your vision is insane. It is your vision. It is your area of focus. It is your impact. It is your God given path. There's no way in hell that you can ever expect someone to be more excited for you than you. So stop calling people haters. Stop getting upset that people aren't supporting your merchandise or your, your program or your coaching business. That is not their responsibility to support something that they can't understand. Another one no more surface level shit. This was like for me, by me, written by me. And this is the one that's like, if I could ink and sign this one in stone, I should tat it on me. If it ain't spiritual, healing, moving in love, support, connection, growth, money, or business or wealth building, get to step in. I don't want it. Now, here's the place where we have to get crystal clear about this. No more surface level shit. Ladies, guess what we love? We love drama. That's why we watch reality TV. We love entertainment. That's why we're on Instagram. So let me be clear that no more surface level shit is going to take practice because I'd be a whole lying ass person to sit here and tell you that when I'm in the nail salon or when I'm getting my eyelashes done or when I'm getting my hair done, I don't lean in a little bit when somebody's talking about somebody that I don't like who say what, but boundaries come when you learn to respect yourself enough to say that doesn't feed me in any way, shape or form. It actually drains my energy. It takes me to a place mentally that I don't want to be. So how do I get out of that? I make a choice to cast out surface level shit. So I hear what you're saying about so-and-so and I appreciate it but it's not spiritually aligned for me. It's not based on my, it doesn't help my healing. It's not me moving in love. It's not supportive of my goals. It's not connection. It's not, it doesn't help me grow. It's not related to money. It's not related to business. And it's not related to my pockets, the people that pay my pockets or wealth. So get to step in. Seriously, no more surface level shit. And you have to be the person that decides that. Um, no more broke friends. No more broke friends. I'm going to just let that one sit there for a minute. Um, That's it. That's the message. No more broke friends. Because as you elevate, the people around you will elevate. Financially, I don't care what you say, that shit will hold you back. That shit will hold you back. I know, Jessica, I know, but it's my siblings. It's my brother. It's my cousin. It's my, I know. Hold them at arm's length because you going somewhere. Hold them at our arm's length. The only broke people we're allowed to have around us are our, the little people that live with us, our broke best friends. And we're going to teach them not to be broke. No more 
any old body in our circle. And I think I've talked about this in almost every no that I have said, but no more just letting any old person in our circle. Circle's getting tight. No more everybody can be a part of this family shit. You are tight, close family, or you are an associate. There's nobody in between. And in my eyes, everybody in my family, they, my, my friends and family, my connected deep group, they already signed the NDA. They already know what it is. They already know what they can and cannot say about me. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, when it comes to me, these streets, they are loyal. If anybody is not on that, they are an associate. They are an associate. Stop putting people in boxes that they don't belong. Um, Beth said, I actually wrote this down and I want y'all to hear this. Stop giving keys, giving anybody the keys to the kingdom. You're literally giving people keys to the kingdom that are walking by just picking flowers. They just want to smell the flowers outside and you're trying to give them the keys to the kingdom. They aren't here for you. They're here for what you have. Stop giving people keys to the kingdom. That is your kingdom. That is your That is your protection, your float, your house. And they will burn that bitch down if they're not there for the right reasons. So stop giving people keys to the kingdom. Stop letting any old buddy in your circle, especially if you're on a mission. Uh, This is going to be my favorite because Jessica's learning this in 2022. No more humble shit, y'all. If you know what you're doing, you know your value, you know your worth, you know you have an undeniable offer. You have a raving fan base. You have a sick business. You bring and generate in an, an, a unaverage or non-average substantial amount of revenue. Own that shit. Enough with the humble stuff. And I'm talking to my ladies because we know, we know our men, they know how to show off. And when I say stop being humble, I'm not saying you got to go take a picture in a nice car. You need to go get a diamond necklace, but like talk your shit, talk your shit. I know my name is booming in this industry right now. I know that's based off of three and a half years of work. I know what we do. Nobody else is doing. When people come to me and say like, okay, well, if I can't afford your services, do you have anyone you could refer to me? No, because there's really not anybody that's doing what I'm doing. I could give you somebody that might be doing half of what I'm doing, but there's not somebody out here doing what we're doing. Talk your shit. Enough with the humble stuff. Ladies, we literally get money and give it away because we don't know what to do when we are this successful. Own it. You are her. You are becoming her. You are the shit. This is one I've been preaching for years, but no more sorry. Sorry for what? I've literally taught all my friends around me to ask me, why are you saying sorry? Because I've gotten this habit from my mother for since I was little, I literally will say sorry when there's not, my friends, my friends will literally tell me sorry doesn't mean anything anymore because you say it so much. It has no value. Make sorry valuable again. Like make the word sorry valuable again by not just using it interchangeably for everything. Say sorry when you really mean it. Outside of that, we unapologetic AF going into 2022. I'm not apologizing to you for being a boss. I'm not apologizing to you for being selfish and choosing myself. I'm not apologizing to you for choosing me. I'm not apologizing to you for that. 
That's how I'm going to get where I'm going. That's how I'm going to walk in my truest form of purpose. That's how I'm going to make this business a revenue generating business that is eventually going to build me wealth and legacy and take care of my children. I'm not saying sorry for this shit. Stop saying sorry. And here's something you can put to the test because this is what I had to do for me. This is how I learned was every time I go to say sorry in an email or in person, I've just exchanged it with, I thank you. I appreciate you. I thank you for understanding. So like I used to always go to write an email if I was like a day late and it would start with like, hey, I'm so sorry for the delay. And now as soon as I write that, I take it out and I say, hey, thank you so much for your patience. We've been X, Y, and Z. Like there's no need for sorry. Just replace your sorries with different words. Thank you. I appreciate your patience. Like just start removing sorry from your vocabulary. It only needs to be used when you have made a genuine mistake and you would like to apologize for it. I got a couple more. That's it. No more waiting to be validated. We validate in our damn self over here. No more waiting to be validated. Stop projecting your needs onto other people. You're the shit and you know it. Validate it. You validate it. You do whatever you need to do to qualify yourself, but you validate it. Nobody else. No more talking about them and most importantly about you. If you are being betrayed, ask why. I had to read that one to understand what I was saying. We are not, when we say protect your energy, stop talking about other people. Stop talking about yourself like that. This all is aligned with alignment and manifestation. Do not say out your mouth and off your tongue things about yourself that you don't want to come true. One of the things I've had to catch myself saying lately that my girlfriends have called out is like, I've been working really hard this year on friendships. Like friendships matter to me. And so when I've been talking about friendships, I'll be like, well, I'm just naturally like I wasn't a really good friend. Like, or I'll be like, I'm an ain't shit friend. And my girlfriends will be like, don't say that because you are a great friend and you're literally manifesting it. So we're not going to talk about ourselves in any way, shape or form that we don't want to manifest. So say the things that you want for yourself, say them, believe them and say them all the time. Train your tongue, train your tongue. So no more talking about ourselves in a way that we don't want to manifest. Two more. There was 20, by the way. (laughs) No more unbalancing, overwhelming tasks. No more balancing overwhelming tasks. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, but we have an obsession with quantity. Like we will take, 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 take new clients, take a ton of friends, take on more money. And anytime you increase quantity in anything, you sacrifice quality in anything, anything. Like, Anything you take more quantity, you sacrifice quality. And then this is when people get overwhelmed. They make poor decisions. They make bad choices. It's okay to receive abundance. It's okay to receive things in abundance. But taking on task after task after task, this goes back to one of the very first ones I said. Taking on a lot of something sacrifices the quality. So you have to be very, very clear on who you are and what you want and how you want to show up in the world so that you can make choices that do not overwhelm you because that gets us further and further away from the life we desire. This has, what I'm stating right now has everything to do with my business. As I've grown my business, I've had to constantly stop 
assess where I'm at and ask myself, is this overwhelm momentum? And is it the kind of momentum I want? Or am I building a business that I'm going to despise later on? Because I'm taking on a lot of overwhelming tasks. Is this something I just need to grow through? Or is this more of what I don't want? Is this the life that I want? And I've really had to assess and ask the question constantly, why am I doing all this? Why am I doing all this? Okay, I know how to make money now. I know how to build a team. I know how to build a culture. Am I doing this for the right reasons? Is this going to give me what I want in the long run? Is this a short term bout, you know, rapid fire momentum that I just need to get through to grow to the next level? Or am I taking on overwhelming tasks and building a life that I never wanted in the first place? So make sure you're being cautious and careful on what you say yes to around the tasks and the life that you create. Last one, number 20. This is damn sure I want something. I want all of you to say no to this because I'm saying no to this. No more excuses. No more excuses. Y'all we're grown. We are whole ass adults with money in the bank, jobs, security, careers, thought leaders, access to Google, YouTube, you have no reason to make another excuse to not create the life that you desire. No more excuses. This is why my best friend and I do this event every year, Innovative Income, because we're now of an era and a culture where women do not need to be dictated by the careers they're in, the people that hire them, the managers. You get to create the life you desire. You want more money? Go get it. You want a better life? Go get it. You want more freedom? Go get it. These opportunities are endless and they are everywhere and we are not making excuses anymore. If you are sad or upset or not happy with the life that you created, great. Honor it, own it, and let's figure out a plan about what we're going to do about it because no more excuses. You've put yourself in a box leading up to this point. Highly likely you've left yourself in this box. Just like I always thought I was this corporate woman and that was all that I was. I was in that box. I couldn't get myself out. No more box. Fuck the box. Burn it down. Burn the fucking box down. We're starting over. You want that life. You want more. And I'm not just talking about entrepreneurship. Like I had to burn down the idea that like I, maybe I'm not, marriage material. Maybe I don't want to be in a partnership. Maybe I don't want love. No, I want all of it. I want, and I want an, and life. I want a wealthy, abundant, fun, present, powerful life of legacy and leadership with real love, light connection and marriage. I want it all. I want an, and life. So any box that I've put myself in anything that I've boxed myself into and thinking I can only have if one or the other, Fuck the if, fuck the excuses, fuck the box. We're burning it down and we're ending our declaration of no's for 2022 with no more excuses. I just want you to catch yourself. I want you to be like, oh, that sounds like an excuse. I'm not doing that in 2022. So I hope this inspired you to write your own. Like I said, yours might not be mine. I'm a little sassy this year. I'm not going to front. So yours might not be mine, but write yours a good 20, right? Just like a set of affirmations, write it down, print it out. Maybe you type it. Maybe you put it like a nice little background with it. Maybe you put it on your desktop or your laptop. Shit, put it on your phone background. Make it your declaration of no's on your phone. But we're going into 2022. Maybe this is your year of yes, but if you're anything like me, 
I'm declaring a lot of no's. So good luck with your no's. Good luck with 2022. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.